it shows off your product and it allows us to site brand where we are. People know where we are. And then they start asking, man, where you got that from? Well, you know what? We can supply that for you. I can get it for you. Yeah, so that's it. That's, that's, why, that's, that's why we do it. Well, I'm willing to do 50% off to any contractor that's putting it around their yard um, because people are going to see it. People are going to, you're going to sell more windscreen with it. And it, it makes your facility look better. Windscreen is a site branding uh, tool uh, and it's a good one. Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. All right, guys. <laughs> hey. The time is now 6.36 p.m. Central Standard Time. The time has changed daylight to dark. It is dark as early as 5 o'clock here in my town. I don't like it. And the date is 11 9 That's November the 9th, 2022. Where has the time gone? Hey, guys, this show is for you. This show is for us. We call it My Fence Life. And if you're out here living and working in the fence life, you know just how real that can be. It's an ugly one sometimes, but we are so blessed to be in this life a tremendous industry, guys, and our goal is to, to connect with you guys and build this industry as much as we can. So if you like the show, do us a favor. Share the show. Tell all your fence friends. Tell your not fence friends. Let them know that the fence industry has it going on. Also, just so you know, want to keep you in tune, there's three shows every single week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Any single podcast platform out there, Apple and Spotify, those are the big two. Stitcher, that's the third one. There's all kinds of podcast uh, platforms. Find us on those podcasts. Like the show. Follow the show. Every time we release a new show, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you will find out about it. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, this is a live show. This live show is recorded on Wednesday nights at Facebook, My Fence Life. Follow us. We'd love to have you as a viewer. We'd love to have you as a commenter. Tonight, we will answer some questions and some comments. So join the show. Hey, guys, my name is Cannon Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company, as you can see here on my wall, from Medina, <laughs> Tennessee. We do all things fence with a stronghold in the residential market and a growing focus on the gate automation and commercial fencing. And this is my co-host. Look at him. Woo! Dano. What's happening? My good old buddy, old pal, Dan Blanc, the fence king from Mandeville, Louisiana, also known as the... Fence King. of America, the armpit. <laughs> hey, the Fence King, though, seriously, it's known for its beautiful wood fence and providing privacy, security, and peace of mind since 1999. And guys, together, this is our show, My Fence Life. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoned. Come on. Get started. Come on. Get started. Get started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Mm-mm. Yeah, man, I did. I was right on cue tonight, buddy. Hey, guys, we got three rules for the show. We're going to talk beer, we're going to talk bourbon, and we're going to talk business. Yes, sir. Cannon, what you drinking over there, man? I thought I sounded like a shock top or something. Man, listen, I am drinking a shock top beer tonight. What about you, bro? Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking the good old faithful bourbon, same I was drinking last week, my Jack Daniels, single barrel rye. I'm loving it. It's great. Yep. So, uh, hey, man, now that we uh, talk beer, we talk bourbon, let's talk a little business. And, guys, tell us in the comments what you're drinking. Let's see. That's let's right. hear it. That's right. Hey, guys, we're coming to you live tonight from the Southwest Automated Security Studio, your one-stop shop, baby. You already know for gate automation, access control, video surveillance, hardware, and so much more. How many locations, Dano? Night. Team locations, yep. visit southwestautomated.com. Call your local branch. They're going to have that stuff to your doorstep so fast. I got my package today. Come on. Woo-wee. <laughs> All right, guys. Whoa. Yeah. Man, I'm going to read as a review. We got a good review this week. This review says, great content, great guest consistently bringing crucial business information to those that are paying attention. Very grateful I found these guys. Our business is growing more and more every day as a direct result of applying information I've learned from Dan Blanc and Cannon Johnson and other great business minds they have on this show. If wow. you're building a business, 
or even thinking about building a business, you better tune in. That's Matt Lowry. Matt Lowry. Hey, I like Matt. I know. I like Matt, man. I was like, I'm going to read his review this week. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, bro. All right. Hey, Dano, check this out, man. Let's check up on some of these drinks tonight from D&D Technologies Badass, guys. So if you're drinking a badass drink, let us know in the comments. We're going to check up on some of these. So Tony Thornton, Tony Thornton of Thornton Fence Consulting, he's with us tonight drinking sweet tea. I wouldn't have had it any other way, Mr. Tony. Hey, thank you for tuning in. Glad to hear from you. Benji McKinney from Clever Fox Online, the number one website freaking creator of all time in the fence industry. What's Benji drinking? He's drinking some Willet bourbon, y'all. Yeah. Joseph Rivers. Joseph Rivers is here tonight. Um, where did he go? Somebody put a comment in and messed my thing up. Yeah, I don't know, man. We got people all over the place in here. We got Nathan Downs with the three Bs. Susan's drinking a Bloody Mary. It's looking good, right. bro. And all right, Joseph Rivers, he's drinking a Coke. Wait on this Category 1 hurricane night. Is that getting Florida tonight? Yeah, I think uh, uh, John Ball's in the green room. He mentioned, hey, man, last week I couldn't uh, I couldn't do the show because I had a other engagement. And now this week I got a hurricane hitting at 7 p.m. Eastern <laughs> when the show starts. And I was like, well, <sighs> have a lantern. Not getting out. We're going to keep them here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have you on, bro. Susan from Southwest Automated drinking a Bloody Mary. Yeah, Allie Amagani drinking Chard. What is it? You know that, man. Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. What is that? That is a wine. I'm not a Chardonnay drinker, man. I'm a cab drinker. I believe that. And a Pinot. Hey, Shane Catton, he's drinking a good one. Miller Light. He got uh, a little cheers, man. Uh, who else we got here? You know, kinds of people. Man, we got uh, Dylan Blanc. He came by your office today. He's up at uh, Stain Seal University's free staining school, right? Yep. So, uh, good stuff, yeah, man. Expert, expert staining and seal. Where are they at? Springfield, Missouri? Springfield, Missouri. Being held at the Double Tree in Springfield. Um, I believe Joe Everest of Ozark Fence is hosting it. And yes. my guys went up there today. I got three guys drove up there and um, they went and toured Joe's place, see how he does pre stained fence and yes. all that good stuff, man. Got to hang yes. out with Kenny Dugan and tomorrow they're going to get after it. You know, hey, <clears throat> I had a guy hit me up in my inbox. You know, I'm sorry I don't have his name, but the name of his company is Built Strong CC. That stands for construction company. They're out of Corpus Christi, Texas. And man, they're giving away up to 80 foot of fence or a wheelchair ramp to veterans in need this Friday on Veterans Day. Wow. Unfortunately, I uh, caught it a little late and he's already decided who he's going to use, but. We're going to have in the show notes the name of his company, his phone number, and email. So if you know a veteran that might need something, he might do it a little sooner than next Veterans Day. So I thought, awesome. I thought it was awesome, man. Built Strong CC out of Corpus Christi, Texas. They listen wow. to the show, too. So good stuff. Wow. That is cool. All right. So what else you got, Dano? I guess that's it, man. I think we need to bring John out here. I'm ready to. We need uh, to bring John out here. Did I tell you today, guys, if you didn't see this, I went live earlier. The Fence Kings, not the Fence King, the Fence Kings showed up. I, 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 had, a, I had some visitors this morning, man. I came in and freaking Dylan, Terry, and Zach were doing a freaking office takeover. So what a surprise to pull up and see the Fence King truck out front and then come in and see Dylan, the Fence Prince, freaking fixing my computer. I said, Dylan, thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. He saw the problem. He had the solution. The joker got right to work. And I said, man, you guys look tired. They had been up since like 1130. They've been driving all night long. They got yeah. here at 630 in the morning. I said, y'all look rough, man. They're like, well, we feel rough. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that they got to Joe's place and uh, just got to see how he was doing his pre-stain because I want to start offering pre-stain and, you know, check out his gate building shop and take that tour and. I think Kenny Dugan was spending a little intimate time with some guys after that, and I wanted him to be available for that. Intimate too. time? What does that mean? Like he was going to sit down and just have some one-on-one with a very small group, you know? What in the hell? So they, they would call that rough. being intimate. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, look, Dan, let's bring on our fence track guest of the night, guys. We got freaking John Ball. Yeah, bring him on, man. Three, two, one, baby. Uh-oh. Hey, guys. Hey, what's happening, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm great. 
Glad to be here. And Thanks last time that. I saw you, I was in uh, Lincoln, Waverly, Nebraska. We can, in a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, you got a hurricane getting ready to hit you. And when we were up there, they had a little storm come through and about blew the whole AFA University away. You remember that? That's right. That was not a little storm. <laughs> Cannon was like, there's a storm coming. And they're like, ah, no, nah, nah. And Cannon's like, no, really, really? It was great, man. I was in the airport when it happened trying to leave, and uh, I got stuck another day in good old Waverly. Yep. So, anyway. So, so, John, let's let's talk about ball fabrics, man. So, so here's the deal. I'm going to be frank. I don't know a whole lot about ball fabrics, all right? But what I do know is Dan shared with me this story, okay, this this story from 2005, six, five, I believe. Huh? Yeah, and six, yeah. Yeah. So, so there was a company uh, at the time, not ball fabrics, um, ball products. That's right. Growing, growing company, yep. needed capital, went public. Incredible. What IPO, initial public offering. Yeah, on the billboard, any yeah. stocks. Yeah. Well, tell us, tell us, yeah, we, tell us a story. Well, we had uh, we were growing really fast and um, too fast, and we were we kind of spread ourselves pretty thin. So we needed some uh, investment capital, and we got involved with some um, some guys who took us public, uh, some investors that. Um, yeah, in, in the long run, it didn't work out very well. Uh, but uh, they, we, um, we started. Uh, everything started out fine. It was, uh, you know, they were. It was an interesting time. It was kind of that wolf on Wall Street. All that stuff was going on, and we were literally on kind of that billboard stock exchange. And uh, I remember these guys coming in in track suits and stuff. You know, <laughs> they're coming in and into the office to pump stock, and they did. Man, they they made. Yeah, I think the stock started at eight cents a share and, and they grew it up to a dollar a share or something. It quickly went back wow. down. But, you know, you could see that there was definitely like <laughs> this. This just doesn't seem right. And, uh, yeah. But um, yeah, that's it's uh, we we worked in that environment, hired a new CEO, made a deal, hired a new CEO because uh, they basically came in and said they got disgruntled and said, we're going to sue you until you run out of money. Or you know you can hire a new CEO, stay on in your sale and sales fashion, and and uh, and and that's what we did. Um, but it only took three weeks before they were, you know we saw the writing on the wall. It took three weeks before they fired uh, all three of us from oh, our wow. own business. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was definitely a slap in the face. But um, did they fire you? Did they fire you together, like in a group setting, or like one at a time? Yeah, one at a time with somebody else in the office. Yeah. Damn, did you know what's happening? Like, damn, Dad just got fired, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we knew it was, we knew it was going on, and and at that point, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, we knew we we had seen it coming for a while, so we made preparations. The only thing you can do, and then went back and and um, you know, put together a plan. Once we were once they'd let us go, we put together a plan, and uh, about. Two months later, we started uh, in 2006, January 1st, opened the doors of Ball Fabrics. So, man, wow. so this happened in November. So, like, the whole damn family was fired for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was. I remember sitting. Uh, it was So it had to be before Thanksgiving. It, it, it may have been late October, early November. But I remember we, we decided, you know, to uh, to meet at this restaurant every day uh, for a couple hours and just sit down and, and you know, hash out what we're going to do, where we're going to go, how we're going to get this through. And we were in Thanksgiving week. We were there definitely around the table, uh, you know, planning. Uh, and it worked out, you know, um, it, it gave us a chance to, um, you know, uh, like Cannon kind of hinted at the beginning, it gave us a chance to, to kind of reinvent ourselves to a degree and, uh, you know, focus on the product lines that were making more sense for us and, and drop some of the product lines that weren't making sense for us. And, and uh, you know, most importantly, we, uh, we, you know, we took some of the best people that, that worked with us and, and they came over and started working, uh, you know, the day we opened, they left over there and came over with us. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I read in, I read that in the I, article. I think that was, I think there were seven, eight people uh, that we started with and, um uh, three or four of them are still with us. Yeah, Cannon so. and I were reading the article prior to the show, and it said the day y'all opened up, ten people from your 
previous company that you were fired from left and came to work for y'all the first day. Yeah. So that says a lot about including my my dad and I, uh, it it was nine or 10 of us. Wow. Yeah. That says a lot, man. That's pretty astounding. You know? So yeah, we've always, uh, go ahead, Cameron. Sorry. No, no, I'm just, so I'm sitting here thinking like, so, so ball fabrics, they fired you from ball products. Yeah. But we all know ball fabrics. So it's definitely not dead. Right. And, um, I, no, what you were going to say was probably a lot better. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot now too, but uh, yeah, I was just saying it, it was it was a learning experience, and it also was you know helped us. Um, uh, we kept some of our best people, and and uh, like I said, they're still with us. You know, uh, over three or four of them at least are still with us today, and uh, and uh, there's a reason for that. You? y'all still get together and talk shit about those other guys? <laughs> <laughs> we did for a long time. <laughs> Man, you know what you should do next Halloween? Y'all just all dress up in track shoots and suits and walk around the office and act like you're going to fire people. <laughs> 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 but, uh, man, and then I heard, so I think Matt Warner told me this. The building that y'all had with Ball Products, you ended up buying it back right we did we did um my brother and my dad bought that building in uh in in the early 90s and um for much more than we paid for it about five to six years ago when we rebought it again it sat there vacant uh and and we got a sweetheart deal on it just sitting there back in our so back you know back in our old facility um all our, I mean, the reason we were able to do it, let's be honest, is we just had some great customers. Uh, our customers really, we had some customers that gave us advanced deposits on uh, on business and you know helped mm-hmm. us get product and and so, and that's the fence industry, man. There's just some good people in the fence industry, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. It's a great right, industry. Right about that. Yeah, can you imagine that? You get fired and then you turn around and buy the building back from the guys that fired you, <laughs> and you buy it for like half of what you paid for it originally. Well, they had lost it. They uh, they spent about a year, a year and a half trying to make a go of it, but um, they just they didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they got they got rid of ownership, and they, they thought it was simple and something they could do. But a year and a half later, they closed the doors, and that building sat vacant. So, but it so, was when we uh, when we inked that deal at a fractional we paid for it originally in the nineties. It was that that soothed the wounds a little bit. So, so John, here's here's my here. This is this is where I'm at. Um, we're all out here at the end of the day. You're John. You're a part of the fence industry. You're a supplier to the fence industry, um, and I would say Dan and I were 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 you know end users of, of fence products, right? But the the results the same. We're all in the same industry. We're all in the fence industry. We're we're trying to get better together. Um, ultimately, individually, we're all trying to build a dynamic team. And so through this process. I, I literally can't imagine, you know, being fired from Jackson Fence. First of all, like, you know, we, 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 you know, this was nothing. And the same with Ball, it was nothing. Your, your, your dad probably says, "Hey, I have an idea." You know, I don't know that story, but at some point, it didn't exist. You know, and same here. I can't imagine this not existing. You know, or I can't imagine th- getting fired from this thing that we built from scratch. You know, so. You, I can't imagine also the, the amount of stuff you learn from being fired from your own place. You mm-hmm. being, you know, you bring in some people like, hey, I trust you. I think you're th- that, you're, that you're the right, you know, people that we need to help grow this thing. And then they turn on you and kick you out. I, I, I simply can't fathom that, you know. Um, luckily, I'm drinking beer. And so I'm not, I'm not, it's hard for me to get that deep with it. But like, that's some deep stuff, man. But oh yeah, it was a humbling experience, and uh, you know, my my brother really uh, it, it it hit him uh, because it was you know those were people that he had hired his management team um, that uh, you know kind of turned turned on you, and it's uh, that's sad. That's that's a, that's the other side of the coin to see you know that happen. <laughs> and what a financial loss! Too. It had to be, had to be, yeah, huge. Yeah. So 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 um, a year later, you guys begin to rebuild. You know, 
I, I, I'm curious about that because now you're now you're coming into it with with you have the experience and 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 the business experience. You said yourself, like, hey, we know the products that we didn't really love that weren't weren't working well for us. We knew that, you know. So now we have a new a new uh, a new chapter, so to speak. Um, but you've also learned a lot about partnerships and investors and all this other stuff. So when you when you start fresh. Look, Ball Fabrics is not a small company. I've been on the website. Like, if you think that Ball is offering windscreen, you're right. There's all kinds of sports-related equipment on there. I mean, all you can freaking build every city's ball field, football field, soccer field off of ballfabrics.com. You know, there's netting, there, there, there's poles, there, there, there's fence caps, there, there's there's uh, the little padding thing that goes on the on the whatever you call that stuff, you know, and it's and it's all customizable, like freaking phenomenal. Okay. And this is just a decade ago that the people who started this thing got fired and they had to start over. So it's evident to me there was a financial loss. It was a blow. A lot was learned and a lot of really talented people came together to build this. So what was the mindset? Like where did you guys pick it up and what did you say, hey look, this is the vision. This is how we get back. Like help us there. Yeah, it was, it was when we came back, I mean, it was, we were in survival mode, obviously, for the first few years. And then 2008 hit, and that was, uh, mm. you know, we had to hold on tight there. Mm. Um, you know, fortunately, fortunately, we do business around the country, and there was parts of the country that didn't seem to get hit as bad, uh, you know, during that time. But Florida definitely did. Um, but we made it through, and... Um, then at that point, you know, it really was about controlling the growth um, because that was one of the biggest mistakes that we made is we just grew too fast and, and just spread ourselves too thin. We uh, we were we had we were building a netting a knitting facility in Mexico and, and some other things. Uh, and then, you know, you have one thing go wrong, which which did. We had a job that went bad. Uh, we fixed it and went in the hole doing it. And uh, so those are the kind of things that uh, whew, we stay away from, you know, anything that <laughs> any massive liabilities, you know, we used to do, we still do shade structures. So I don't know if you're familiar with them, the, yeah, the fabric. I am. I am. Uh, we used to do all the steel work and install them and everything. We kind of backed off of that because we realized the install thing is not our gig. We're just not good at it. So now we make tops and replacement tops for it, but we don't, uh, don't do the steel work. So that's an example of just fine tuning our product line, um, you know, fine tuning our costs, controlling, controlling our growth. Those were, those were big things for us because we <laughs> they messed us up in the past. Yeah. Growth can be an issue, man. You grow too fast, you be. know, it can definitely be a problem. And, and another thing that you learned out of that was, is, um, we were talking about this earlier is, um, you do 50% off on any fence company that's going to put a windscreen around their own yard. So it ended up being, I mean, like we had one in our yard. We got our, we, Fence King got theirs done at Ball Fabrics. And if you follow my guy Terry on TikTok or Facebook or whatever the hell he's on, you'll see, man, he's always at my yard and we always have Ball Fabrics uh, fabric in our videos. And by having that, it shows off your product and it allows us to site brand where we are. People know where we are. And then they start asking, man, where you got that from? Well, you know what? We can supply that for you. I can get it for you. Yeah, so that's it. That's, that's, it. Why, that's, that's why we do it. Well, I'm willing to do 50% off to any contractor that's putting it around their yard um, because people are going to see it. People are going to, you're going to sell more windscreen with it. And it, it makes your facility look better. Windscreen is a site branding uh, tool uh, and it's a good one. And you can do it from construction sites to your own yard to athletics, uh, you know. Uh, so it's um, site branding is 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 what we do. Where and I'm happy to help people do it and teach them how to do it. Because not only you site brand your own yard, now you go to the school district that you're in and say, hey, you you know, you need some school pride on that chain link, right? <laughs> right. Teach them the site brand, and uh, so that's yeah, that's why I'm. I'm I'm happy to get fifty percent off to any contractor willing to put it around their yard. MFL five O is that is that the code? <laughs> That's true. That's it. <laughs> can we get can we get that deal? Can we make that happen? Somebody, Benji, Benji, write that up for us. MFL five O. Yeah, make that happen, Benji. 
probably gonna happen for e- email John J O N at ballfabrics.com. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll put a drive in the fence. <laughs> All right, so if you're gonna buy fence fabric, do you buy it directly from the website or, or is everything like I, I guess it's all per per job, right? Yeah, it's uh, a lot of it's custom. You can you can measure it, and we can custom make the panels for you. Um, we have several products that you can take out to the job site and cut and install on site. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the that's we also have you know in measurement guides, installation guides on our site that you can uh, get on. It's it's pretty straightforward. Right. So I'm on the website now, man. And you guys have a, an absolute abundance of freaking products, dude. Like, it's like <laughs> applications, baseball and softball, golf course, batting cages, hockey and lacrosse, soccer and basketball, bird netting, number 18 netting. Yeah, athletic padding for baseball and softball and football and basketball and blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow, man. You got it all. Like, really, you do. So let me ask you this. Windscreen, I'm just going to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> it's a lot like smoking cigarettes. People smoke cigarettes knowing, knowing it could kill them, right? What about this? What about people putting windscreen up on fences knowing it could cause a damn thing to blow over? I saw one the other day, a completely covered, uh, screened up fence, mangled, like it's done been through the freaking, um, like somebody took it to Dale's Recycling and, 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 the, and, the, and the, the, all the machines that got a hold of it, you know? Windscreen. So, it can happen. It happens a lot of times when when people don't maintain the fence. You know, uh, I mean, fences take maintenance, uh, and windscreen takes maintenance for sure. And if you let it, uh, if you let those ties break or your attachment points break and flop and blow in the wind, yeah, it can tear a fence up. Um, it's not just going to tear that material up. That's why we like to have people put uh, tie wraps or zip ties, cable ties, at the top. Use fifty pound ties, which is a lighter weight. So, and then at the bottom, use 120 pound ties. Because if you just put 50 pound ties all four sides, the bottom's going to break every time. Uh, that's just where it, it's just physics. That's where the wind builds up. And, and uh, so we put the heavier tie at the bottom, let it break at the top and lay down. And, uh, and it works. It's, it's, um, we had it happen. I was telling you guys earlier, we had it happen around our facility uh, with the hurricane uh, a month or two ago. Um, it brought the screen down and just laid it on the ground, and we put it right back up. Wow! So, all right. So you said you said it's just physics. Like we're just supposed to know that. So the wind actually hits the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just throwing it out there as physics because I can't explain it either. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, most of the if time the bottom, on a fence, if the bottom broke, it'd be like a kite in a way. But if the top breaks, so so you're so you're saying, hey, put this thing in a way, on in a way that. In a wind load situation, the wind strain becomes detached from the fence. So you don't want the you don't want the wind strain permanently attached because then it won't break from the fence and the fence will just fold, right? Right. We don't have a break well, breakaway option. No, that only works in one direction. Well, not only that, Cannon. If the bottom, damn, that's right, man. If the bottom breaks loose, then it's flapping in the wind. Yep. And it's ripping the fence off, right? If the top falls, it falls, and it's not whipping and yanking and pulling. And if your wind strain is on the north side of the fence, that's only good if the wind's coming from the south. If the wind's coming out the north, you have no control at that point. Yeah, at that point, it's you know it becomes like a, any other privacy type fence. It yep. it can it can blow down. All right. Uh, the so good news is, if you keep it on that side of the fence, it's it's tight, so it's not it's not billowing. That's where you really generate the force, like a sailboat or a sail, is when that you get that billow on the fabric, and when that occurs, that you know that'll that'll tear stuff up. So you don't have that happening when the wind's blowing it into the fence. You do have that happening when it's blowing away from the fence. So that's why you want that breakaway. That is strong. So you you guys have seen this happen enough times that you've you've developed a freaking like. Um, I don't know a scientific theory. I guess you know what I mean. Like you, you've done some testing on this. We have. We've done testing on it. We we actually have a patented product uh, called Extreme Screen that is wow. um, it allows the airflow forty forty percent more airflow through than uh, standard windscreen with the same uh, the same you know uh, viewing opacity. How is that? So it, uh, 
It's a, it's a knitted polyethylene product, uh, and the polyethylene helps. A lot of windscreens are vinyl, um, but the polyethylene is a, is a little slicker, so it's not as much air drag. But it also, we, we make uh, these, uh, this octagon, very small little octagons uh, throughout the fabric that kind of act like wind vents. And, um, and it's, uh, it allows more airflow than, than uh, most of the standard windscreens on the market. And we've seen it work. We've, we've seen it out, out at Matt Warner's place out there in Nebraska, right? You know, those windstorms. We put up a printed uh, panel right next to Extreme Screen and then did another printed panel and then another panel of the dream screen. This was on Waverly High School's bus loop. And uh, they had a big windstorm that came through and it blew the printed panels down and, uh, and left, didn't break a tie on the extreme screen. Wow. Damn. Hmm. Now it's not a private product. We're working on a good privacy product that holds weight. It's more of, that's more of an athletic product, but people are using it in, in high wind areas on, on, uh, you know, fence, fences to provide privacy. Yeah. So, um, Hmm, this is interesting. So let me ask you this. The windscreen, is it, are people buying it to block the wind? Is that what they're doing? Or is that just what you call it? You know, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, that name windscreen comes from the tennis market. From the what? Uh, you know, the tennis market. Uh, tennis courts. Tennis courts all over the country were, you know, put windscreen up. And that's where, you know, windscreen... Got it. Had its heyday in the '70s, and it was being used all over the country, and uh, and that's where we, you know, as ball products, we started in the tennis industry. Um, but that's, um, yeah, the tennis the tennis market was was where we started, and it's it's uh, yeah, it's been growing into the fence market, and it's it's you know taking root in the in the fence market. I, I went off track on your first your question there. Well. <laughs> I don't know what the hell was it. Uh, <laughs> I think he was asking why it was called uh, why it was called. That's right. That's, right. that's what it was. We, yeah. it, it seems uh, to me like the benefit would be the privacy and the advertising and the windscreen. Like go inside if it's windy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think it's used to block. And now it is used to block dust, and it does help with dust and debris around construction sites. But yeah, back in the old days, and they would use it on tennis courts to block some wind. Um, and, but I'm not sure how much wind it, it really blocked. It's yeah, so it's it's an old name. It's just kind of stuck around. But it does block the wind, evidently, because hell, to blow the damn fence down if if yeah, it's not it, on it there, will, right? It will stop I, wind. We like use the word diffuse. <laughs> so what, 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 our what, new product diffuses the wind. I like that. I like that. That's that's clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel we like you're, you're hitting a whole different market there because the women are buying these like diffusers for like uh, smell. I don't know. I like a diffuser. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's that's some, yeah. scented windscreen. That's a new line we're going to work on. Bath and body type shit. Yeah, diffuse, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, cool. So, I, what what are these ties like? So, or is it a metal like aluminum type tie? What is that? Oh, I should have one here on me. Um, yeah, it's it's just a, a plastic. Uh, it's um, I believe it's I, I should know. It's it's a like a PV. Uh, is it like a zip bottle. tie? Though? I, I have no idea. Yeah, I have, yeah, it's, have it's yeah, like exactly. a zip tie, but I think they I think they're uh, they're UV rated, right? Yeah, they're they're right. treated to, to last outdoors. Yeah, if you buy the clear ties off the shelf at oh Home shit, guys, my battery's going I'll be right back. I'll be right, keep talking. I got some more questions, so don't stop the show, please. I'll be right <laughs> I'm back. I'm here. I'm here. Man. All right, see you. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, man. So when we did ours, we put the uh, the lightweight ties at the top, and then we did the heavy ones at the bottom. And I went by the yard. I don't go by the yard that often because our office is off-site from it. But I went by and I saw some of the ones at the top were were broke off and needed to be replaced. And I know, you know, we have our our wind storms around here. You know, storms come through and the wind blows and where we're located is like right in an end of a tunnel. So we get a lot of of wind. So it it causes issues, but it's nice to know that y'all figured it out and you told us what to do to make sure to protect our product and, and to protect our existing fence, you know? Yeah, and there's multiple things that can be done. So, you know. Anytime, any, if you run into a job that's a high wind area, just call us up. We'll help you out with it. I, I got some more questions, John. <laughs> sure. So. Uh oh. Hey, guys. 
It's breaking news time. Sorry, we can't control when that happens, John. It just fucking happened, man. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, guys, breaking news brought to you by Job Nimbus, the best contractor software. Be more profitable. Be more efficient. And guess what? Be more organized, right? So, guys, we got a a story today. It's crazy, man. So, um, story today is... Man installs electric fence to keep kids off of his lawn. Okay? I watched this video. I'm going to post a video on our Facebook page. It's pretty crazy. But uh, students and parents in a Virginia neighborhood learned shocking news at the start of the school year. Several students from both middle and high school stand and wait for one bus on this corner. This year, there's an electric fence surrounding the yard uh, just where the students wait. So, man, when you watch this video, Ken and I watch this video, and this guy lives on a corner, and he literally has green T-post with a solar panel out there electrifying this, like, two-by-four no-climb wire fence, okay? And he's got posted signs, no trespassing, violators will be arrested. And it's, it's the, you know, it's, it's the yeah. bus stop, man. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so the man put up a fence, <clears throat> And uh, a do not post a sign on the fence to warn the children, which prompted to call the local police. It's insane, said one resident who didn't wish to share a name. Uh, the corner looked more like a crime scene rather than a school bus stop on a Tuesday. There was cops out there. They had the city out there. They were trying to figure out if, hey, did this guy put an electric fence on uh, public property? It was a big, huge shit show, basically. And uh, so Brian Tucker says he put the electrical fence around his yard. Because he grew tired of the students trespassing and leaving trash on the property. He assumed the fence would keep the children away. You, you think? It's a goddamn electric fence, right? So uh, he said, I'm not in charge of other people's children, said Tucker. I'm not directing other people's children what to do. All I can do is my part and protect myself. And that's why I got this uh, electric fence put up. <laughs> was, it, was it installed the standard then? Uh, it wasn't. It was not pulled very tight. And it looked like he went with the cheap T-post, more like a tomato steak T-post. You know the ones I'm oh, talking wow. about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, That's it's, enough to keep a second grader out of your yard, though. Yeah, it is. It is, man. You can tell that he didn't use a, a, a protect to pull this wire. It's not very tight at all. Um, he's slacking, and the corners are bending in. He needs a little help from those ag guys. So the neighbors thought the fence was a little extreme. They called the local police, Absolutely. public works. And uh, needless to say, Mr. Tucker... Uh, still has his fence up, and they're still trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, one guy was like, I don't know why you don't like kids. Well, apparently this cat doesn't like kids. So, guys, that's our breaking news brought to you by Job Nimbus, right? Oh, yeah. Best contractor yeah. software there is. Thank you, Job Nimbus. Thank right. you, Dan, for reading that out. Yeah, sorry, John. Can't apologize, man. That breaking news just happens when it wants to happen. Uh, yeah, right? I understand. you got to jump in there with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cannon, what you got? You asking questions, shitty man. Neighbors, right? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, shitty neighbors. <laughs> yeah, can we're, you imagine? We're in the business. We're in the business of fixing those situations. You know, we're actually social distancing professionals. That's what I call myself. I'm a social distance professional. I will uh, keep you and that guy <laughs> apart, hundred percent. You know, if he would have put a fence up with a privacy screen that said "keep out," he might have. Might have had something there, John. You need to give that guy a call. I can give you. John, you seem like a you seem like a fun guy, bro. So let me ask you this other question. Um, I want you to be honest, man. Don't don't give us no fluff, no corporate. Right. I don't I don't I don't like corporate answers. Like, well, all right. you know, we really love all of our clients and our customers, and we want to make sure that they're all completely satisfied. We know that about you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be where you are. You know. Tell us the tell us the horror story, man. Tell us the one that's like I can't believe that shit happened. Like, tell us about the one that flew from freaking East Kansas to West Kansas. The wind got it and it flew. <laughs> you got that story? I, man, I feel like I've got quite a few of them. I'm trying to single in on one. Tell us the yeah, one whenever you know, the most. It always things. seems like when you got when something goes bad, right? Something shows up late to the job site or something. Then something else goes bad. Like it always happens, like in like yes, triplets or something. A like snowball. This. Yes, there is always yes. a snowball. Uh, I'm going to come back to that. Keep going. Yep, I know. We had this one tennis court contractor, and, uh, well, I mean, it, it, there's not much of a story here, but it just kept 
you know, the lo- we did some logos and they weren't right. And then the tennis club didn't like them. And we kept trying to fix it, kept trying to go back. And then, you know, ended up just having to back off of the job. And that's a, you know, that's not, a, that's never a good situation, right? No, that's the, that's like the last resort when you're I like, can't help you. I can't fix this for you. Right. I can't help. I can't help you. And I'm losing money because of it, you know? So, uh, but, but yeah, that's, um, that it, it happens. Those, those lovely jobs that always seem to have three or four things or five that just continue to go bad. At what point do you back off? Like when? That's, that's the hard part, right? Cause you want to, you want to win. You want to win. Yeah. You want to, yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, it, it, at a certain point after we've replaced a job so many times and, and there's, you can, the diligence on the customer's end is not there. You just got to say, Hey, enough's enough. Yeah. Well, look, man, when I did mine, <clears throat> I, uh, I sent over my vector file to your design guy. Yeah. And I remember he emailed back. He's like, man, I wish every customer was like this because Benji creates a vector file on how to use our logo and on different backgrounds, different variations. And we literally, I think, in two tries had everything right on my logo for that deal, which was really, really nice, man. And it came out yeah. exactly like the proof. That's nice. When when we get good artwork, it's always uh, it's always nice because that's the hardest part. As a contractor, you're kind of the middleman between us and your customer when you're doing art or your site branding for your customer. Um, getting good artwork is tough to do, and uh, that's a, you've got a kind of a heads up in the game. You've got somebody in house that can kind of help facilitate that. But yeah, we we get post, you know. We used to get, uh, you know, a business. Somebody would scan their business card and fax it to us. <laughs> so, yes, it's always nice when we get good art. <laughs> yeah. It's hey, so, great art. Awesome. Hey, so we got a question here, John, uh, coming in live from a guy named Kobe Beerman. And I happen to recognize that name. Kobe is in the northern climate. Mm-hmm. He goes live on Facebook. And he talks about the season coming to an end, so he's in a climate evidently where it's cold enough that it's going to snow. And Kobe's question is, John, how does this product, uh, you know, Ball Fabrics Windstream, hold up to snow drifting? It holds up to the snow. Uh, it's it's most of the fabrics that we use have cold cracks that are you know well below anything that that you're going to experience. We sell our products in Canada and um, have no problems with them. But yeah, I, I can see probably the biggest problem with, with the snow is going to be when it, that snow turns to ice and sits against the fence. And, you know, if there's any movement or rubbing that, that could be a problem. But as far as the cold, uh, shouldn't, it shouldn't be an issue for, for any of the materials that we use. They're all made to last out outdoors in the sun and in the cold. Uh, now they all do have a cold crack that, uh, I wish I knew where it was, but you know, if you start getting up into Arctic type temperatures, <laughs> we might have problems. <laughs> uh, I got another question, John. Yeah. What kind of hobbies do you have, man? What do you do for fun? <laughs> oh, uh, I play music, man. I love, oh, wow. uh, I, love uh, I have, uh, some guys I play, uh, in a band with, uh, I play guitar and, uh, yeah, that's one of my biggest, that's my big stress reliever. You know, like a guitar player. Some, some buddies, we get in, uh, play some music once a week. Are you the face of the company? Uh, yeah, to a degree, I am. Uh, it's interesting you say that. I'm trying to do more. I'm trying to do more with our with our you know uh, social marketing and our social media and, and uh, our SEO. It's been a big push for me in the last few years, and it's really starting to pay off. Um, okay. uh, and that's uh, I. I it's something I neglected for a while there. And I, and I wish that I had, you guys are, you guys, what you guys are doing, creating content like this is awesome. And it's, uh, it's, it's a great thing to do. So I'm learning, I'm getting there. Are you creating content? I am. Yeah. We just did a video. Um, our YouTube uh, site is kind of embarrassing at this point, but we're, we're getting there, (laughs) but we just did a branding video. Uh, we're working on an installation video that we, we shot it and it just didn't, come out right so we're going to go back it was our fault not the people who were filming it so we're going to go back and redo that but yeah that's my goal is is uh is more more content you're going to see more videos from us and, and more how-to and just more interesting stuff nothing you know along the lines of as, as cool as what you guys do you guys got a great we're not show cool. here. we're not 
Cool, John. We're just we're just a bunch of drunk fencers, and yeah. every Wednesday night we have this ritual. So that's not. I don't know. Maybe that's cool. I guess to some people it's it cool. cool, man. Absolutely. I got it's, I got uh, I got six kids at home that will tell you I am not cool. It's a sad life, bro. Sad <laughs> life. Don't don't do it. Don't do it, John. Keep building fabric. <laughs> you have kids, Kenny? I got two kids. I got a uh, a thirteen and a seven year old, and um. Yeah, man, they're they're freaking crazy as hell, crazy as hell. Um, I blame my drinking on them, and uh, no, I'm kidding. They're awesome, bro. <laughs> and I actually miss them. So that, that that's that's part of the that's part of the deal. The fence life, guys. When we started this show, uh, Dan and I, we this is this John. This show's about two years old, and uh, for a while it didn't have a name. It was just Cannon and Dan. It was the Dan and Cannon show, and that's yeah. kind of cool. We might should have kept that. I like that. Vibe, right? I like it too. Dan and the Dan and Cannon show. Um, that would open us up to a lot of more stuff too. Like, kind of like Ren about, and Stimpy. Talking about TikTok and talking about Instagram, women, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. But uh, the women of Instagram with Dan and Cannon. <laughs> so that's a whole other topic. I don't know what he's talking about, Pepper. I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't either. I mean, I'm just saying this. I, I, I'm just assuming that if we didn't talk about fans, we might, we might would talk about that. I don't know. Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. I, got, I brought a bottle of bourbon. What do you got? Try. Let's see what, what you got, got, bro. What you drinking? This is, uh, let's see, it's a... Uh, Who Westward, is that? Uh, Westwood? Westward? Yeah. Never heard what of that. Must be a, it's out of Oregon. It's a, Oregon. Must be a Florida uh, thing. I never tried it, so I thought I'd give it a shot. Well, what do you think on about it? Life. On the Fence Life, the Dan and Cannon <laughs> show. <laughs> Man, how come everything that happens crazy happens in Florida? Like when somebody goes, Man, you're not going to believe somebody did this, this, and this. And you're like, It was in Florida, right? Yep. Florida, Florida man. man. Florida man. Yeah. Florida, Mike, Florida really husband and wife. It's another person like, on the. We're some weird people down here. Although, I, coming from Cajun country too, you got you got your interesting uh, you got your interesting crowd up there as well. <laughs> but I, Florida, I, yeah, Dan, Florida Dan's always, right. You guys are buck. Well, yeah, we. Well, I don't know. I can't defend it. I will say that the, one of the reasons, though, that we are we have uh, sunshine laws, so every everything that happens. Um, you know, whether it's an arrest or all these, you know, anything, it's public knowledge instantly. A lot of states, I think, are like that. Some aren't. But Florida is, is you know, when when somebody's arrested, it's immediately out there. It's immediately up with their, with these, they call them the sunshine laws. What is that? And I don't so, understand. Why, why is, what's that mean? I don't understand. Uh, it basically like, just um, puts you on blast. Any public, any, any public <laughs> record is available to anyone. Are you so saying that, that this crazy shit's happening everywhere, but Florida is more quick to post it? I would never. I don't want to go that far saying? because there's some crazy shit in Florida. <laughs> there is some crazy shit. This, is, but, like, uh, this stuff is happening everywhere. You see, the, the thing about Florida is they just post it more often, and it looks like we're worse than you guys. But the reality <laughs> is we have the sunshine law. It sounds like there is. Yeah, there is a little bit to that. So, John, are you a native Floridian? I am, man. I'm one of the few. One of the one of the, one of the, one few. Of the few. Dude, we hey, I go to Winter Garden, Florida, to visit uh, Pepper's parents, and yeah, right. I don't think I, I don't think there's a damn person that lives there that is from Florida. No, What's there's there? there's, it's, huh? there's not a lot of people. A lot of people moving here. Hey, what's the, what's the beer? You didn't tell us about the beer. Oh, the beer. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the beer guy. I, I'm interested in that. Oh, that's me too. I brought bourbon because. Uh, but uh, the war, uh, this is a Warsteiner Oktoberfest. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a good one. Warsteiner is a great, great brewery. Uh, German. Expensive, too. German brewery. Purity <laughs> Law. Yeah, this is a good one. Oktoberfest. If you can get it, I highly recommend it. It definitely costs more than a uh, Bush Latte. I shop it's a, it's a little more than a Bush Latte, yes. But it's so tasty. <laughs> I'm on, I'm drinking shop top, bro, and I'm drinking this in support of the fucking Tennessee Vols, who are freaking <laughs> winning, winning. I'm now winning. I'm like triple testing it, but this is what I started with. What are you doing, bro? You're drinking. 
<laughs> Cheers. There you go. What is this dude doing? Godly. The shock top pretzel. You got to try that one if you haven't. Well, I've never seen that. It's is that a our- seasonal. Uh, it's one of their seasonals, but it's twisted pretzel. It's uh, that's a good one. You are worse yeah, than us. So I, I, I got, He's literally pouring out. What else you got? What else you got? Yeah, what else you got down there, there, man? Film, so I, I need to have at least three or four drinks around me at all times. Dude's got a bottle of bourbon, two different kinds of beer. Oh my goodness! He's got damn <laughs> bourbon, two different types of beer. John, you are you are my dog, bro. John, pan that mirror down. I mean, pan mirror. Pan that camera down. You got a mirror on your desk right there. I mean, that's all you missing, bro. <laughs> I get that with John Ball now. This is my guy, y'all. Hey, Dan, I'm sorry. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in to My Fence Life with Dan or with Cannon and John. Fuck, <laughs> man. What a great shop shop and, and, and all these expensive-ass beers that Cannon can't afford. And uh, I'm just going to – Here's the deal, John. I'm going to live through you. You taste it and you tell me all about it. Like, Cannon, you can't afford this, but let me tell you. Oh, got a hint of – got a hint of hop. <laughs> got a hint of spare tire. Uh, <laughs> it's really good, bro. Really good. Benji, Benji put in the comments, John brought all three Bs, bourbon, beer, and business. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, That's man. crazy. You you definitely topped that. Hey, he is the he is the D&D badass champion. He has brought the BBB. We we have been looking, John. We didn't really announce this. We've been looking for a BBB guest, and you're the first BBB guest of all times. And dude, oh, I, right. freaking, I I like it. I'm really, really, I do. I'm excited, bro. That's awesome. Cheers. You guys got the camera. Well, look, man, I got something to say here or ask. So now, how, how far are you in? Y'all reopened in 2006. So here yep. we are 10, 16, 17 years later. Almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Almost 20 years later. How is your team? How many people you got working for you? How many people have been with you for several years? And are you constantly working on the culture and building that team, that dream team? I am. Yeah, it's not easy. Um, it's not easy. It's, uh, you know, people People are people. So, uh, and, you know, you're, you're around all these people more than you are with your own family, usually. You know, you're, you're at work, you're around them. Uh, so... To me, the most important thing uh, in our office is creating an environment that people like to work in. Um, you know, uh, we all got to work. We all got to make money. Um, most of us, anyway. And, and it, <laughs> it, you know, Some you, you don't want to. You don't want to sit there. You, you don't want to. You don't want to be spending you know forty, fifty, sixty hours a week with people that you don't. You know, that, not people that you don't like, but in an environment that's not comfortable and right and, and and to me that's the biggest thing it's just creating a, an atmosphere that we all got to do our jobs we're all gonna we're all gonna get stuff done um but but we want to enjoy our time while we're doing it too so um yeah that's and that's hard man it's hard because you sometimes you get you get those little bad apples in there that kind of are causing issues with with everybody else and you, and you have to you have to nip that stuff well i just had um I just had my son come back to work for me, man, and he's uh he's been um he's been on vacation for a little while, decided to come back to work and he's back on the team and I tell you what, man, he came back with an energy and an attitude that has really affected everybody to for the good. You know, they're just like, Man, this guy's crazy, he's nuts, you know, and he's just like just clowning around going i just love fencing you know he's he's being he's being he's being sarcastic he's being funny you know because uh i like to say i like to say you know hey guys we gotta we ride you know y'all ride for the brand this and that so then he takes it to the next Mm -hmm. level but really his clowning around has brought things to the point to where it's affecting everybody else on the team and uh my guy terry who was in the comments a little earlier was like, man, you need to tell that dude to calm down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, he, he he's he's just like, man, I can't keep up with him, and I'm too old for this. Terry's getting ready to hit forty, and he's like twenty three. You know, he's like, man, this this kid's driving me insane. But it's been uh, contagious. But on the same side, we had a guy who worked for us for about six months, and the guys kept complaining and complaining, and he was producing. So I was just kind of like, eh. And him and I had a little situation 
And I was like, how y'all deal with this guy? I was like, man, we've been telling you this for six months, you know? <laughs> so sure enough, you know, within a couple of weeks I had him, he was gone. I was like, all right, I can't. You're... And just by getting rid of that guy changed everything. And that, that saying that you hear people say, you know, one bad employee will turn a good employee into a bad employee. Mm-hmm. Absolutely employee, team member, whatever you want to say. I don't want to get hung up on words, but you know what I mean, right? And um, and it's exact opposite. One good employee will turn a bad employee into a good employee. Who is it? The dog? Is it the dog? Yeah, the dog. What kind of dog you got? I've got, uh, I've got three. <laughs> that one's a uh, – this is a recent thing, but I don't want to interrupt the – yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm not sorry. I was just trying to say that it's the same thing when you get someone with a good attitude and someone who's excited and thankful to have a job, and you know, it, it starts spreading, man, and it and it and it changes everything. You know, um, you know, like Cannon. Cannon had a situation this past week. I'm not trying to put his stuff out there, but he's Blast got a me, huh. Put it on blast. He's got a guy that been with him from the beginning, you know, Brandon from uh, been work, worked with him at Lowe's. Cannon's out of town. Partners, you know, and this guy's more like a partner with him, right? Because Cannon's out of town in Arlington, Texas, teaching at the AFAU, which was a great honor, you know. And then on top of that, he got to hang out with some great people like Josh Glover and you know a bunch of other people. I don't want to start naming people and forget somebody and get called out on it but he's doing all that and brandon rides for the brand brandon called him up said yo i fired somebody today i'm kind of like what yeah i fired somebody even better he didn't call me <laughs> i found out oh he did i found out organically as hell i was like he's handling business yeah he's handling business man so you know you get a guy like brandon who is protecting not only your business and your 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 company your brand, but he's protecting the rest of your team from a guy that needs to go. That's that's doing something right, you know. I got a question too. What you got, Ali Amagani? First question, um, John. Do you know her? Uh, I don't know if Ali and I have met or not. Okay. Second question is: Do you guys think that those? Red glasses are real? Is that like a Snapchat filter? I love them. Are they a Snapchat <laughs> filter, you think, or what? That looks like some uh, Susan Worley glasses. They're like a Snapchat filter to me. I like them too, though. I do like them. Allie, Allie says, do you have a lot of team meetings to make sure everybody is in line with productivity and the company's goals? So, John, you go. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have uh, two team meetings a week. Um, and yeah, we do exactly that to, you know, go over productivity, uh, go over problems, issues, anything that, that we're facing, uh, sales orders. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, probably not so much on the company's goals. Uh, we, don't, we don't specifically address that. That's probably a good idea, though. I mean, it's something we need we need to do. Uh, everybody needs a, a good path forward, right? That's right. But, uh, but yeah, we do we do pro- uh, productivity meetings twice a week. Well, man, wow. we do we do that Monday morning meeting like uh, Matt talks about, you know, and yeah, we've really we've really embraced that. And that Monday morning meeting used to be my safety meeting. That's turned into my Monday morning meeting. That's turned into my let's talk about production. Let's talk about goals. Let's talk about um, where the company's headed and what we're what we're trying to do. Because right now. The guys that I have, because I, I got rid of a few, the guys that I have are my core guys, you know, and I want them to understand that, hey, we're we're striving, we're moving forward. There's some things that, yes, we need to change. They're coming. There's some things we need to do to make life better around here, and there's some things that we need to do to make your check even better, but we have to go through these steps. We can't put the, you know, the horse before the cart. And we talk about those things in that in that meeting wait, also. Wait, 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 wait! You can put the horse before the cart. I mean, the cart before the horse. I don't know. I'm horrible with that stuff, man. <laughs> what you know what I mean? God damn it! <laughs> you know, so um, 
you know, let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's let's get through this together. And when we come out the other side, it's going to be great, you know. Um, I mean, I did the same thing with those guys when um, we did uh, we had the hurricane. I made sure they got a weekly bonus as long as they worked six days a week. You got a bonus at the end of the week. You know, companies making money. You're going to make money. Speaking of hurricanes. Yeah, how's the hurricane going over there, John? The lights so, haven't so flickered or anything. So no flickering. Uh, I got the generator ready. I, I think it's. Uh, we're. I think we're more like one a.m. is when we're getting hit. I was mistaken when I told you seven. Um, but yeah, it's going all way. Well, man, it's been nice knowing you. Yeah, man. <laughs> I guess that's our cue. <laughs> I'll have to throw up a flag here if I need some help. <laughs> Yeah, I told John, I said, man, won't you just get on the show like wearing a poncho and have a lantern and be like, all right, I'm ready. If the power goes out, guys, I'm good. blowing. <laughs> <laughs> you got a tub full of water so you can add water. You got the AC down so that way the house stays cool just a little bit longer when they, when the power goes out. You, you, you think I've done it? You think I've done this shit before, John? That's the brutal part of the hurricane most of the time is – Afterwards, we'll yeah, power. you know, we go, we go, we go fill up our vehicles because the hurricane's coming, and we don't fill our vehicles up because uh, we want to evacuate. We fill them up so we can go outside and put the air condition on. Yeah, you know, you go sit in your truck, and you're like, oh yes, all right, all right, turn the truck off, back to hell. There's a lot of us here in Florida. We're about to be doing that for a little, for a few days, anyway. Yeah, man. I looked at getting a whole house generator on at my house, and I was like, Jesus Christ! I could buy a car for that, you know? Oh, it's expensive. It is, man. And then, then the problem is, is I don't have gas, natural gas, where I live, so I'd have to get propane. So then, what's it going to last me? About four or five days? Maybe. Yeah, Yeah. that's. That's what I, I drive propane tanks home from the that we use on the forklifts to run mine. <laughs> so did you so I have to go? So I have to go uh, get twenty gallons of gas. Oh, that's funny, <laughs> man! The gas stations here. They're gonna come in. They're gonna or come in to work tomorrow, and none of the forklifts gas. work. So, uh, Ali, Ali says, do you sell your material nationwide? We do. Yep. Nationwide and um, Worldwide. We, do, we do a little bit of business in Canada and some in the Caribbean. Oh, wow. I would definitely do that. Yeah, I, those jobs are nice. I would go put those in for you. Yeah, I, th- I think you need to, you need to go check that job out. Paul to put the, <laughs> the smaller ties at the top, the bigger ties at the bottom, and I'm going to knock this out. I think I need to fly down to Caribbean and make sure these measurements are right before we produce this yeah, fabric, yeah. guys. <laughs> Let me have all those shots, John. Hook me up. <laughs> oh, man. Well, look, man, we're, uh, we're, over, we're over an hour, bro. Yeah, man, we got we to gotta bounce. I got kids. So I, I said that. Yeah, I got kids to get home, too. John, what do you got to leave us with, man? What do I have? Um, if you if you're looking for a product to expand your market and grow a little bit, um, we've got a great line of uh, court and field equipment that you can go to your local high schools, your local colleges, and your local parks and rec municipalities, and they want it. And they're out there buying it. They're used to ordering it from a catalog. They have somebody that walks through their door like you. That says, "Hey, I'll measure this for you. I'll put this up. Um, you're going to sell some material and and hopefully get your foot in the door for some fence work too. And if your ship blows down, I'll build the fence back. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so, I, but here's the deal, man. They're not building ball like so. I don't know what's going to happen in worldwide, nationwide, but like they're building freaking ball fields left and right. Like every neighbor, every county or community is getting a new freaking ball field. And guess what? They're not doing them the way they were when I played ball." They're not doing it that way. Uh-huh. They're a lot nicer. They're a lot more, um, I don't know, centralized. I guess in a way, um, they're just they're they're freaking they're they're cool. Like I I grew up playing ball on fields that were built in the sixties, man. And there was like raw galvanized chain link. You might you might actually lay across the top of the chain link and cut yourself. You know, type situations. Well, nowadays, now, man, everybody gets to play ball. Everybody gets a trophy, and don't oh that. That chain link fence is going to hurt my my but son. But seriously, bro, the, the, but the fields, I mean, like seriously, you, they all the backstops are gone on the net. 
fence, right? Um, yeah. All all of the fences are, are getting are getting fence caps. Now they're even putting freaking banners up with all the different athletes. So like the seniors that are playing softball, like they got these badass banners made with all these seniors. Like they're freaking like making yeah. you know they look like rock stars. I mean, point blank. I don't know how to say it. Now, so so I can definitely see that the that the guys ball fabrics. You guys are ahead of the time. Like this stuff is popular right now. Every stadium, every ball field, USA is rocking this type of stuff. So yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> All right. Hey guys. So look. Thank you for tuning in to my fence life. Thank you for uh for sacrificing your Wednesday night for us. Just a bunch of drunk fence guys. We're really not drunk, but we like beer, we like bourbon, we like talking about the fence business. Thank you for tuning in. We had John Ball tonight as a recap. And guys, listen, if you missed anything, hear this out right here. Uh, ball fabrics, freaking phenomenal. You can literally fence your yard, get a 50% discount. The, the code, this is new. This is new. They don't even know about this. The code is MFL50, but if you forget it, it doesn't matter. Just tell them, hey, I'm a fence guy. They will sell fabric to you, net, wind, windscreen, windscreen, I'm trying to say this right, at a 50% discount. You can fence, you can screen your yard with your brand. The fence king did it. It looks phenomenal. You can you can string your yard with your logo, your branding, make it unique, make it look private, make it look awesome. Visit ballfabrics.com. John Ball, you're the shit, bro. I don't care what anybody says about you. He had two beers and bourbon tonight. Nobody has ever done that. He is officially the DMD badass guest of the year, and I appreciate that. Dan, what do you got? Dude, I got nothing for you, bro. I guess uh guys don't drink, don't drive, do the watermelon crawl. Peace. Good night, guys. Good night. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hinge. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. 